We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Myself in the same category as Dwayne. Now our test is jumped over the scores table. Our test is in the stands. This man was a bona fide scrub. He can't play. When I go to the writers to tell me who can guard in this league, I'll put a gun to my own head. Welcome to the award-winning Rotowire Fantasy Basketball Podcast, sponsored by Gamer Saloon. It's Friday. April 9th, 2021. Alex Berufa here with Shannon McEwen and Ken K. Train Kreitz. All aboard! This podcast is available on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Rotowire.com, and of course now YouTube, uh, where Ken uh, puts hours and hours. Every podcast is like a 12 hour shift for him. So. Has the whining get gotten excessive? Sorry. <laughs> uh, the, the fans need to know how much you, you enjoy doing this podcast and how much work <laughs> you put into it consistently. Uh, let's let's jump into the news. So Victor Oladipo uh, last night uh, left a game with a knee injury. Uh, that was the Heat playing the Lakers. No official team update um, until today's evaluation, uh, which could be we might know the extent of that by the time you're hearing this on the pod, but um, this was only his fourth game with Miami. Uh, he's appeared in only 33 games this season. Uh, Ken, you saw this live. Yes, I saw it live from my sports basement. <laughs> it was a sweet backdoor pass from Jimmy Butler, a wide open dunk right in the middle of the lane for Aladipo, and you could tell he was hurt before he came down from the dunk. It was it looked like one of those NFL injuries where they're like, oh, that's not good. A non-contact knee injury. Uh, 
He lands, immediately grabs it. And then he tries to like, maybe if I ignore it, it'll go away. And he walks up and he slowly chugs up the court. But then right away, you're like, what is he doing? You know, and then he's limping again. And the, uh, the heat eventually get the ball back, call timeout. But uh, it does not look good for uh, Oladipo. Yeah, I mean, I think best case scenario, he'd be healthy for the real playoffs. But um, I mean, I mean, best case scenario could be plays, you know, in the next game. But from what you're saying, it doesn't that doesn't sound I'd be shocked if he's back in two weeks. But uh, but yeah, we'll get real news today versus our speculation. Uh, And obviously check Rotowire for the latest. You might they might announce something by the time this pod gets published. We'll see. Do they play tonight? Uh, I don't think so. I think Miami's um, yeah, no back to back. Uh, Shannon, from a fantasy perspective, is this just a lot more of like Kendrick Nunn? Yeah, I mean, exactly. It, it's it opens the door for Kendrick Nunn to be relevant again, uh, and Tyler Hero to carry a, a bigger load on the offensive end. Um, okay, pretty similar to what we've seen from Miami, you know, all year. Is when when they're they're man down, those are two guys who step up. Um, and with you know w- with Oladipo arriving in town, that basically made none a non-factor. Uh, but I would expect him to get more run uh, moving forward. And then Tyler Hero, who had a decent game last night, to pick up the slack again. Uh, Ken, let's, yeah, let's, uh, let's, let's go, go to Oklahoma City. Yeah, let's go to OKC, where they had seven players scoring double digits uh, in their loss to Cleveland. Gentlemen, surprise quiz. Can you name the seven players? Don't look at the box score. Resist cheating. Can you name the seven players uh, OKC had in double digits? Uh, Yeah, Ty Jerome. Oh, that Uh, was the the impossible one. Look at you. Okay. Maldon or Maladon, I forget how to say his name. Theo, Theo Maladon. Uh, yeah. My my man Moses, Moses Brown. Yeah. Poku, Poku, Kendrick Williams. Kenrich Williams, yes. Kenrich. Ken, yeah. Yeah. And uh, oh man, Tony Brad, Tony Bradley. No, no. Tony man. Bradley played though. One of the this one one of the guys who scored twelve points was only his third game of the season. He was in only thirteen games last year, which doesn't help at all. You won. <laughs> Jalen Horde. Oh yeah. Oh. Jalen Horde. Oh, and Svee. Did you mention Svee? I assumed you no, would mention. No, yes, yeah, of course. Svee had ten points. The high Luke. All in the first quarter. Ooh. Yeah. For real. <laughs> yeah. I, but I pressed you got Ty Jerome, who did lead him with twenty three. Yes. Anyway, sorry for the gotcha. I couldn't resist it, though. <laughs> Alex, you just deferred there. Other than Piku, you just Shannon, deferred to Shannon. There. There Sh- Shannon, uh, Shannon looked excited to answer that question. Uh, so I, I let him have it. Well, you're the one wearing the I, basketball hat, I, so I'm well, expecting yeah. a lot of enthusiasm. <laughs> I I definitely would not have gotten Jalen Horde. That one, I forgot he signed with the you team. You could have given me all day and night. And, you know, the ESPN box score is Jay Horde, and I'm like, I better look up who what this J means. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of this guy. Bradley uh, did have five points, four boards, and three assists. Their new backup center from Philadelphia, uh, but didn't hit double digits. Sorry, Shannon. Is there anybody you guys like from the Thunder in terms of uh, someone to pick up for the rest of the season? I mean, is Pokashevsky 
Maladon. Those are the kind of two guys who stuck out to me because they're both seeing 30 minutes a game consistently. How about Kenrich back-to-back nine assist nights as a small forward? If That seems like an interesting need. Maladon's gunning, so it's interesting he's running point forward for him. Yeah, he does a little bit of everything. That's kind of what he is. You know, he's like a, a, a light version, L-I-T-E version of uh, Nick Batum. You know, that's, <laughs> that's the type of player he is. Swiss Army Knife, not really uh, great at, at one thing, but can do a little bit of everything. You're not elevating him to Grant Hill status? Oh, uh, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> But uh, you know, I know I he 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 flirted with triple double on Thursday, and I, I there was a point in the game where I thought he was actually going to reach it. Uh, but uh, he he's worth a look while they're shorthanded. Um, I mean, they're extremely shorthanded right now. You know, Baisley's out, Dort's out, uh, SGA's out. So it, it's pretty much anyone who's healthy and getting 28 plus minutes is worth a look uh, on the Thunder right now. I actually. I like Ty Jerome. We've seen flashes from him, uh, you know, including last night's big scoring effort. Uh, I think he has the skills. Uh, I liked him. I liked him coming out of college. Let's see. What's Ty Jerome averaging over the past? Yeah, not not great. He's only seen uh, 25 minutes per game over the past five, averaging nine nine points and 3.8 assists. Um, so I. You know, if they continue to be shorthanded and Ty Jerome sees 30 minutes like he did last night, uh, that I I like his I like his potential. Um, definitely in deeper leagues, I think he's a guy who's probably available and, and worth a look. Um, I don't have him on my waiver wire talk, so let's see. Ty Ty Jerome is available in 97% of leagues. So if you're in a deeper league, he's a guy who I actually think is is kind of interesting. Okay, you're giving your early. Uh, long shot free agent snag there. Very well. Very good. Alex, uh, tell us who exploded for the Raptors in Florida. Chris Boucher. Um, Toronto had only eight players available, um, partially because of that, the suspension situation from the other day against the Lakers. Uh, my theory is that, uh, Adam Silver only find OG Anganobi and Diggins suspend him because then the Raptors will have only had seven players and the game would not have happened and they can <laughs> literally not afford any more postponements. Um, so the yeah, fans in Florida wouldn't stand for it if their beloved Raptors <laughs> didn't take the court. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it was basically just like the Boucher and, and Pascal Siakam show, um, yeah, Boucher, ninth double double of the season, first since March 29th. I mean, 38 points, 19 rebounds. Not a bad stat line. Only one block, I was surprised. Only one block, one steal. But yeah, I mean, at the beginning of the season, he was someone we were talking about, like, lock this guy in for most improved. Like, no question, you know, first like 13 games of the season. And then Coach Nick Nurse was like, not giving him minutes and he's inconsistent anyway. So if he's only getting 20 minutes, this young Aaron Baines character. (laughs) Yeah. Well, the thing is, the thing is Boucher is 28. He's not young. So it's like, you're not really developing Boucher that much. I mean, you kind of are, but, um, he was late to basketball. Boucher is late to basketball. You know, the international players, they always give him another few extra years. Yeah. Um, you guys aren't giving proper credit to the, the main man in Toronto nowadays, Malachi Flynn. Yeah, that's true. Rushing it. He's, uh, 
Yeah, he got his first. He, well, his first start. Uh, he got his first start last night. He'd come off the bench the previous three games and absolutely crushed it. Uh, over this latest four-game stretch, yeah, he did good enough. He had 20, 29 fantasy points. That's good enough. Uh, over the past four games, thirty-three minutes per thirteen, five and a half, five point three, two point five steals, one block, uh, drilling a couple three-pointers per game. Malachi Flynn's a guy who. I think in almost any size league, he's a streaming option. So as long as uh, Van Fleet and and Lowry remain out, uh, Flynn's the guy. He's the guard to own in Toronto. You know, even though Bembry got a couple starts there uh, initially, uh, it was still it was still more Flynn who was stepping up in, in the absence of their their starting all-star caliber guard. So I, I like Flynn as a streaming option, assuming Van Fleet or Lowry miss any more time. Uh, so Van Vliet should be back because he's out because of suspension. Yes. That's right. So he should, uh, but. Uh, well, Van, Van Vliet was injured, so he couldn't serve his suspension. Yes. Uh, oh, so they have to wait till okay. he gets healthy and then he serves it. How do you uh, prove a guy's healthy that doesn't get, like if you're the Raptors and say, oh yeah, he's healthy. <laughs> Give him the yeah. suspension. Like, is there some independent doctor who works him out to, uh, you know? I feel like I remember that happening at some point last yeah. season or the season prior where the guy was like miraculously healthy to serve his suspension and then played the next game. Um, but they did I, not do that in this case. I want to, I want to uh, reinforce the Flynn, the Flynn advice Please. too. I'm picking him up. It, the fact that the Toronto Raptors are 20 and 32 right now. Right. And, you know, assuming they don't get back into the playoff mix, uh, that's when he actually would be, you know, absolutely be a great a great pickup is if they if they go into full blown tank mode because then yeah. you'll see guys like Lowry just sit. Um, so Flynn Flynn's a guy even if you're not looking for just a short term streamer, he's a guy to keep on your radar for later in the season. Well, if Terrence Davis gone, Norman yep. Powell gone. They yeah. need points off the bench, and they especially need points off the bench for next year's roster. So it would make sense to develop Flynn uh, in that role if they can. Yeah. Uh, gentlemen, let's go to L.A. Actually, I don't know if this was on the road or in L.A., but uh, Andre Drummond returned for the Lakers, double-doubled with 15 points, 12 rebounds, three assists, and two steals across 27 minutes. Guys with uh, LeBron and A.D. both out uh, for at least about a week. Drummond could get a lot of run if his toe's healthy, couldn't he? Absolutely. Uh, it's it's pretty encouraging to see him get 27 minutes um, in you know what turned out to be his second game with the Lakers, his first game where he's fully available because he left that uh, debut oh, yeah. after 14 minutes with a toe injury. It's certainly encouraging. I mean, the fact that they reinserted him into the starting lineup immediately, that he got 27 minutes, he's the type of player who, even if he's only playing 26 to 28 minutes, uh, can post a double double, get you yep. some defensive stats. Um, you, you know, you know what you're getting from Drummond. Uh, you know the the one issue with him is free throw percentage, but everything else is going to be solid. So if you own him, if you had him stashed, uh, you're definitely happy about what you saw last uh, night. He was even a nice five of six from the charity stripe last night. Surprisingly, uh, Alex, you mentioned Drummond in your recent column about. Uh, busts and booms from this past draft, right? I did. Yeah. I mean, uh, I'm also someone who has Drummond in our 14 team, uh, stake league. Uh, and that was, 
I kind of I felt like I was knew what I was getting myself into when I put him on my great roster. Great for a few weeks, right? Great for five, six weeks. Right. But I, but I figured, hey, worst case scenario, he gets traded. You know, he misses a few games here or there. Not he's going to sit out six weeks because that <laughs> right. is kind. That's like pretty un, not unprecedented, but in this situation, yeah. doesn't seem like something that would would have happened. So. Uh, anyone who has Drummond on their roster is just happy he's back because uh, you couldn't trade him. So you just use your IL spot for him, I assume, right? Wait, yeah, yeah, most of the time. For that? I had I had Towns on there for a while. Um, Luca, I can't maybe, but yeah. Uh, okay, um, Shannon, Shannon, you want to take us to Sacramento? Big game in Sacramento last night. Big. Yeah, the Pistons took down the Kings, beating them 113 to 101 for the road win. Oh, man, that Pistons starting lineup, uh, I saw numerous <laughs> tweets come across my timeline about it. Uh, it was it was a a very ugly thing to look at. Give us at. the starting lineup. I'm looking at it now. Oh, he had Stewart, Isaiah Stewart, uh, Corey Joseph, Josh Jackson, Dennis Smith Jr., uh, and who else? Who am I forgetting? Bay. Uh, Bay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm bidet. Sorry. Bidet. The, the, the bidet. Uh, <laughs> and and it, what turned out to be a Corey Joseph revenge game. Boom. Just dominating the <laughs> nice games for 24 kicks. points. Oh. <laughs> Can someone please remind me? Why the Kings didn't make some deals at the deadline and deal Barnes and healed. This team's terrible at 22 and 30. They're 12th in the West. You're going to point out DeLon Wright's night for the Kings, by the way, Shannon? Get a whopping five points, four rebounds in 22 minutes. The gentleman they dealt Corey Joseph for. Revenge I, game. <laughs> I have a theory. The three of us could easily run the Kings better than their current, their current management. But uh, <sighs> I wanted to give Shannon some shine there on the Pistons. And also yeah. The the Kings uh, odd odd decisions all around. Uh, I think they they probably thought they could compete for the play in, but uh, I don't I don't see that happening. Um, no, the Pistons. I mean Isaiah Isaiah Stewart. He's the he's the one big take. Well, actually, there's a couple big takeaways for me for the Pistons. Isaiah Stewart looking really good this week. Um, you've had uh, Miles Plumley. Uh, or Mason Plumley, one one of the Plumleys, oh, you guys Plumleys. know, yeah. Uh, <laughs> sit, sit out a couple games, so Stewart's made made two spot starts. Uh, last night, Stewart was 33 minutes, 16 points, 13 rebounds, four assists, one steal, one block. Uh, it's hard not to be impressed by Stewart. The more I watch him, he's kind of like a Montrez Harrell type player, uh, but with more defensive upside uh, on the for for fantasy sports. Um, he. He's just all hustle, and he has some athleticism. He he doesn't have a jump shot. He's got to be t- not gonna be making too many three pointers. He has sank. He's had a couple games where he sank some threes, but I, I don't think that's a big part of his game yet. Um, but the athleticism and hustle, uh, the defensive the defensive presence that he actually has, um, he's it's it's encouraging as, as a Pistons fan, and I do think he's gonna have a. A, fan, a future as a fantasy, like a somewhat impactful or at least a, a player who's worth rostering uh, in fantasy fantasy basketball. When they're all healthy, Shannon, next year, could they have Plumlee and Stewart play together or are they just too similar? <sighs> I think that'll be difficult. Um, my guess, I, I believe this team's roster is going to be quite a bit different still. 
Um, I don't see, and most Pistons fans probably don't agree with me, but Jeremy Grant's not a long-term part of the rotation, in my opinion. Uh, Same for Plumlee. I think the the front office was just looking to spend the money they had and get some players who, you know, they could eventually flip uh, in the, you know, maybe one, two years down the line. I would actually be, I wouldn't be surprised if either Isaiah Stewart overtakes Plumlee uh, next season or Plumlee's on a different roster. Um, we'll, we'll see this, this team's going to be making lots of moves. Um, and they're also going to, you know, ideally have a, a very high draft pick and be adding a, a, uh, type a personality who's ready to dominate and lead them moving forward, uh, with next year's next year squad Last, Actually, you know what? Last player, we'll, we'll, I'll talk about. I'll wait for a waiver wire section. Last player from the Pistons, okay. we'll, we'll talk okay. about later. I dare you to find a podcast with more Detroit Piston insights <laughs> than the Roto-Wire Fantasy Basketball Friday Friday pod. All right, Alex, big Western battle last night out West. Clippers beat the Suns, 113-103. Uh, that ended the Suns' seven-game winning streak um, as they have been inching closer and closer to the Utah Jazz, and that that race to the number one seed is really interesting right now. But Rondo, uh, off the bench, 15 points, nine dimes. Paul George, uh, 33 points. Kawhi with 27. That's a big game for Paul George. He's been dealing with that toe injury that sounds like it's going to basically be an issue for him for the rest of the season. Um, once Serge Ibaka returns, you know, that's I mean, that's big for the Clippers. They'll be healthy then. Um, and he, I guess technically he could return tonight, but um, Ken, do you think as far as contention goes that we are, we're sleeping on the Clippers who I think like by all means upgraded their roster over the off season. Yeah. Um, you know, I feel like the Clippers are like the bucks. I just assume they're going to have a good regular season and I just don't care until the, the playoffs as far as an NBA fan goes fantasy wise, sure. you know, I'm just so nervous about Leonard and George getting rested various nights and they're probably, I don't think they care about winning the first or second, you know, I don't, as long as they're top four. I don't even know how much top four gets you with this empty stadiums and all this, but uh, I assume down the stretch, they'll sit those guys more. Um, I wonder, I, I assume this also means fantasy wise, Reggie Jackson's few days of glow. there are done with uh, Rondo's now had a good game. So I guess he'll take two off. <laughs> Isn't that his standard protocol, <laughs> but a Baca back. That's going to be pretty huge for these guys. That's going to be awesome. Shannon, are you sleeping on the Clippers? Sleeping on them? Uh, no, I mean they're they're a solid team. Uh, obviously, like any team with Kawhi is going to make some noise in the playoffs. Um, I, they, they could easily win the West. Uh, that would not surprise me if they come out of the West. I, I I'm actually of the of the opinion that you know any of the top six teams in the West, I, I actually think it's pretty wide open. The obviously, top four teams out West have all been eight and two over their last ten games. Pretty yeah. Good. They're, they're solid teams. And even you can even look at like the Mavericks, you know, they're, they're charging They're seven and three over the past 10. I am a believer in the, the trailblazers and Dame leading that team to, you know, any, any, anywhere. I think he's good enough to lead them to a championship, especially if Nurkic is healthy and everyone else is healthy. Uh, I honestly, I, the top six teams. And if you want, if you want to throw Dallas in there, top seven, they're all so good. And they have kind of those those, those top tier level stars, superstars leading them that anything could happen. And any one of those teams come out of the West, and I would not be surprised. I, I think 
you know, assuming LeBron and, and AD are healthy, the Lakers are still the, the, the top pick. Uh, but any of those teams are just so good. The Rotowire NBA podcast is brought to you by Gamer Saloon. Gamer Saloon is a video game tournament platform where you can play video games for real cash prizes. All major consoles and PCs are supported. Our most popular titles are NBA 2K, Madden, FIFA, NHL, and Call of Duty. Gamer Saloon launched in 2006 and since then has awarded more than $75 million in prizes. Players could play in multiplayer tournaments or simply play 1v1 games from your couch for real cash prizes. Withdrawals are fast and easy. And they're directly deposited right into your PayPal account. Join a free match on us today by going to gamersaloon.com slash rotowire. That's gamersaloon.com slash rotowire and simply pick your game of choice. All you have to do is win one match and Gamer Saloon will give you $10. Again, gamersaloon.com slash rotowire. Win that match. Go get those free $10. Ken, let's go to the fan feedback section. Yeah, shout out to fan Mr. Power Metal, who wants to know, gentlemen, about your most recent trades and how you're doing in your leagues while you two collect your thoughts. I'll say, I struggled again in my keeper league. I'll complain a little about that in the old man rant. But I am second in the FSGA Expert League. Very happy about that, despite having Carl Anthony Town as my first pick. Alex, you know all about that and dealing with his big early absence uh, of woes. So most of my trades, though, in the Keeper League have been just dealing older, high salary guys for as many young upside people. I've got more than I can keep on that Keeper squad, but it's just, they're all darts, uh, including Isaiah Stewart there in the Pistons. So we'll see who perks up. But any interesting trade you guys have made? Ken, I think we've made two trades in the Stake League, right? Oh, uh, yeah. I remember Randall for a holiday, right? Yeah, I sent you... Randall, and then I also got Harrison Barnes from you somehow, right? Oh, yeah. What was that? Oh, I forgot about that one. Yes, you did get Barnes from me, and I cannot for the life of me. Oh, maybe Joe Harris? Maybe Joe Harris? Oh, yeah. I think it was Joe Harris for Going Barnes. for threes. Going for threes. Yeah. Yeah. But that, that, I mean, this actually, this is a good lesson as we get down to crunch time. Somehow that league has come down to steals. <laughs> like every team's within six steals of each other. Classic. Now that we're down to you know the second half, you need to obsess about your standings charts and in particular, which categories are you going to go for? It may have been foolish for me to go for threes. Uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I didn't realize how tight steals would get, and I'm not sure I can make up territory in threes. Um, but uh, we'll see. Shannon, what kind of deals have you made recently in some leagues? Yeah, the, and and I agree, Ken. Your point about. Uh about looking at the standings, really targeting what you need uh, and, and trying to find those categories. And, and a good way to do that is to, to find an owner who needs a category that you have a surplus of. Um, and, and that's what I did uh, my most recent league. Uh, it's one of our, one of our internal uh, staff leagues here. I traded for James Harden. Uh, I, I received James Harden and Boyan Bogdanovich uh, in exchange for... Rudy Gobert and uh, and I think Darius Garland. Um, I, I yeah, I think it was Rudy Gobert and Darius Garland. Uh, 
and and it was well, right. They needed before, blocks. They needed. They needed blocks. blocks exactly. I was I was far and away the leader in the. Uh, I had I have Capella on my squad as well. So I was I was just crushing blocks in that league. It's like a 20, 20 deep team league. Crushing blocks. Don't think I'm going to lose any ground there. They needed blocks and. He was willing to trade Harden. I was happy to take him on. It was right before Harden got hurt. I think he played one healthy game for me, yeah. and then he's been been out since. Uh, but that you know that's the type of trade I'm targeting right now at this time of year. If it's not, if you're not past your trade deadline, go category hunting and target the target the teams who who need the surplus category stats that you have. Yeah. Uh, other fan feedback: Ramesh K asked on Saturday. This is last Saturday. If it's worth keeping uh, Kevin Durant, at the time he did not know if KD was coming back. He did return Wednesday, produced 17 points, seven boards, five assists over 19 minutes, actually shot five of five from the field. Obviously, KD's worth keeping. James Harden, who Shannon just mentioned, is out probably for roughly a week, probably to the 16th. Uh, But gentlemen, how much value does Kevin Durant have rest of season? I mean, he could be a top five player fantasy wise. I think. I mean, you I uh, you don't think game count will be an issue. You don't think they'll rest him? Yeah, he could get rested per game value. I think it's there. I, I mean, you're per gonna game. keep him on your roster. He's yeah. already per game value just based off the 19 minutes that he played in that one appearance. He's already a top 50 per game value player over the past two weeks. So, it, I mean, just based on per that's often 19 minutes. It. Per game value, he's easily, I mean, at worst, he's like a top 20 player. And at yeah. best, he's the number one overall player. So but, if you're, but if you're in a league with weekly moves, right, and you're having a hard time predicting when they sit him or not, do you trade him for somebody who's like, you know, like a Sabonis who you expect to play every day when he's healthy for the Pacers, a team kind of on the cusp? He's got huge name value. Yeah, huge per game when he's not sitting. I tend to think maybe he's overvalued. Use that huge name leverage to try to get something more reliable. I would maybe only if it's a category swap, like Shannon was talking about earlier. I think I think that's your because if you're kind of trading KD for a guy who puts up similar, I, I I wouldn't do that. I would keep KD. But again, if you're someone who needs, if you need the pure field goal percentage and the rebounds, and maybe you need blocks or something then I can see working out a trade for a technically worse fantasy player. Um, if you're in, if you're in a situation like that. Okay. Yeah. It's tough. It's tough, man. Cause even when healthy KD has been arguably having, you know, if not one of the two or three best seasons of his career, when healthy this year, you know, from a fantasy well, standpoint, maybe with Harden's injury, they're less tempted to give him extra off nights too. We'll see. Um, all right, Alex, I think it's time for us to head into our waiver wire section, sir. Yeah, I have a uh, former Celtic, uh, <laughs> Kelly Olenek. Is this the fifth time we've listed him in the uh, waiver wire section? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I can't keep track of who I like yeah. to suggest for this section anymore. Uh, it's been it's been too long. But, uh, 40%, but with the Rockets now. With the Rockets now. With, with the Rockets now. Um, he is rostered in 47% of ESPN leagues. Over the past two weeks, he is ranked 15th in per-game value. Um, 17 and a half points per game on 60% field goal, seven rebounds, three assists, a steal and a block. Um, he, him and Christian Wood played together on the court sometime, uh, sometimes those, uh, lineups have been awful. I looked them up the other day. They are minus 30 per 100 possessions when those two are on the court together, but that doesn't matter. 
Um, so, yeah, I'm not worried about his minutes or anything. He's not going to shoot 60% from the field, right? But he should re- continue to return top 100 value for the rest of the season, I would imagine. And hits, uh, hits a few threes for a big man. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's part of it. I think it's like two threes a game. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he has to be rostered, I think. A lot of minutes to go around down in Houston. Yep. Uh, Ken, who who is your available in 50% of leagues player? I almost think I'm more excited about my long shot than I am of my uh, available in 50. But uh, I have I went with Davis Bertans strictly because he's first of all he's a terrible NBA player on a ridiculous contract, but he just returned from a calf injury and is red hot. He's a red hot shooter from the field. Uh, if you need triples, he's your guy. Last three games since returning. 16.7 points and 4.7 triples per game. Uh, it's all this is total category play. He's going to get a ton of minutes for a bad Washington team. Um, anyway, if you need threes, Bertrand's is a nice category play right now, and he's available. Look, listen to this difference. He's available in 51% of Yahoo and only 19% of ESPN. I don't get how that can be so wildly different, but anyway, there you are. The laser Lithuanian, the Lithuanian laser, is that what it is? The nine and a half fingered laser Lithuanian, something like that. Is yeah, that the uh, the Latvian laser. Latvian. There, yeah, I knew I was getting something wrong. Yeah, yeah, Latvian. Yes. Yeah, who uh, is owed sixteen million dollars st- in twenty twenty five? By the way. Um, well, the beard so. alone is ten million. <laughs> yeah. The Amish community, big on Bertans, love that guy. It's like looking in the mirror. <laughs> Uh, the Wizards, I I could do a whole podcast on the Wizards signing Bertans to like a $50, $60 million deal. Like, it just does not make sense. <laughs> we could get that sponsored by like, I don't know, a, uh, a wooden a wooden uh, stagecoach company. <laughs> yeah, I, I was on I was on Twitter and this was when people were trying to find out trades for Drummond. Like, who wants Drummond? And someone suggested like Bertans for Drummond. And I'm like, the Cavs would not do that. No, <laughs> right. <laughs> the right. Cavs would never take one guy. Out. We have to dump for another guy. We have to dump. Yeah. It's like they would just literally rather wave Drummond. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Shannon, who is your available in 50% of leagues player? So I, I have three players I'm going to highlight today. I think they all actually fall under the 25%, but that's fine. Right. So the fir- first two are, are they, they share a last name. Uh, Jalen, and Jaden McDaniels. Uh-huh. So Jaden McDaniels starting power forward for the Minnesota Timberwolves. They are he started nine games, nine consecutive games, uh, ten out of the past eleven games. But in those nine consecutive starts, eleven points, five rebounds, one point two blocks, one point nine three pointers made. Um, it looks like he's probably locked into that starting power forward role for them moving forward. Uh, he's lightly owned. I think he's worth a look. Available uh, in 70% of leagues on Yahoo. Yeah. And then Jalen McDaniels, he, he just came in and got a spot start for the for the Bobcats, uh, the Hornets, sorry, <laughs> the Hornets. Um, you know, they've got Malik Monks out, Gordon Hayward's out, uh, LaMelo Ball, of course, is out. And they they actually went with P.J. Washington. This is against the Oklahoma Thunder, Oklahoma City Thunder on Wednesday, I believe. Uh, they started McDan- Jalen McDaniels at small forward, uh, pushing Bridges up to the four and P.J. Washington to the five, taking uh, Biombo essentially out of the rotation, which is something I, I envision they will continue to do. 
Um, and with that, I mean, with McDaniels in the rotation and in the starting lineup, he, that one game he went off for 21, six, three assists, two steals, three, three pointers. Um, he should be one of the hotter pickups, uh, for the next weekly period. Um, he also you know, qualifies think, at center on Yahoo, oddly enough. Wow. That that's just weird. Um, and <laughs> I, I feel like McDaniels has upside for not just, not just short term, like a one week streamer. I mean, you've got Malik Monk's out until possibly like May, the end of the month, like May 1st, same for Hayward. These guys are both out for multiple weeks. So with that in mind, I mean, McDaniels could definitely get uh, an extended look here as part of the starting lineup. And, and it's worthwhile to plug him into your fantasy lineup for a week or two while, while he's getting that extra run. As long as LaMelo Ball is out. Yes. Uh, well, I, I was going to say they should be referred to as the Bobcats as long as LaMelo Ball is out. <laughs> Deal. Um, I like it. I like it. <laughs> but also, like, this is the point of the season that we're at in terms of, like, can you imagine at the beginning of the year us being like, you, you should probably roster both McDaniels brothers. You know, like who would have people would be like, who are the McDaniels brothers? Uh, so my long shot of the week, uh, Cody Zeller going to the Bobcats. Uh, <laughs> he's 10 percent roster on ESPN, 12 percent roster. on I Yahoo. Think, you know, Alex, you have picked both the dull pickups of the week here. I have, um, you know, Alex, you picked the two players who are your NBA comps. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, I actually wouldn't mind a Kelly Olenek comp. Right. That, that'd be okay. I, I'd Alex live with the that. Clinic. Um, <laughs> yeah. Although the one time I saw him playing pickup ball with a backwards hat on, and I was like, you can't, you can't do that. It's the um, yeah, that is a very Canadian move. I think, uh, <laughs> but yeah, Cody Zeller, uh, over the past five games, 12 points and 65% shooting eight and a half rebounds, almost two assists and a steal Franked 109th over this stretch. He's Cody Zeller, right? You put him on your roster. He's like the hundredth best player in fantasy. He gets hurt. You drop him. You pick him back up three weeks later. Like that's just, that's what it is. And you feel dirty about it. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's never great. Uh, And then you watch him dunk on Giannis and you're like, is this guy a top 12 center? And then in the morning you read the box stores and you're like, damn it, Zeller, you couldn't get one block. You're like eight foot nine. Can you get one damn block, Zeller? Zeller is just a walking 10 and six, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, <laughs> ESPN doesn't sexy. cover it, but we will. Uh, <laughs> okay. Just, well, uh, I'll quickly repeat. My long shot is still Kenrich Williams, OKC. Everyone you've never heard of is getting big minutes in OKC. Kenrich playing the point forward position for them with Maladon gunning. Anyway, worth a flyer. Almost had a triple-double last night. What the heck? Roll the die. If you don't get Williams... Get some OKC Thunder. It's fun. It gives you a reason to read the box score. Those guys are zany. Go Thunder. <laughs> They're zany. That's <laughs> like, uh, you know, how teams that are rebuilding have to come up with, like, terrible catchphrases for their, yeah. you know, like, we're on the rise. <laughs> and it's like, we're zany. That's <laughs> <laughs> just a picture of, like, Isaiah Roby shooting a three. Badly. Yeah, Henrich <laughs> Williams trying a behind-the-back pass. <laughs> like huh. Maladon's only 19 right you know, like is that a marketable i don't know but he's on the cover of the media guide <laughs> oh man yeah i'm trying to think of what their like three-player media guide would be i guess it would be sga pokashevsky al, al horford no al horford in a rocking chair on his porch 
<laughs> oh, I forgot about Al Horford, man. Uh, no, you're right. It's got to be SGA. They probably already printed him with SGA. With, Ma- with Maladon and Ty Jerome sitting on his lap, one on each knee. <laughs> <sighs> Come to me, my young thunder. Let me tell you about the days in Atlanta. <laughs> All right, so my, my final uh, pickup here, this guy definitely falls under that 25%, so we'll call him a long shot. Killian Hayes. Back for the Detroit Pistons. Absolutely oh, crushing it. Your Absolutely. NBA comp, Killian Hayes. Yeah. <laughs> now, to me, all right, well, let's clear this up. Alex, your actual NBA comp is Kirilenko. Okay. But I also attribute that to the fact that you're playing against guys 10 years older than you, uh, five inches shorter than you, Correct. and way less athletic Correct. than you. So you Correct. look like Kirilenko on the defensive end of the court. He's by AK-47. Default. He's AK-47. Yeah. That's a good... I, I've, I've thought that since our first time playing together. Kirilenko's the count. I, will, I, I love Kirilenko. You know he's that. AK-47, and we're like fat, drunk Russians that uh, <laughs> just got off the, the night shift at the vodka distillery coming in trying to guard Alex. Yes. Yeah. No, my NBA comp is YMCA rec ball Tampa. <laughs> like, that's my NBA comp. So that's fine. That's Which is fine. Which is fine. All right. So Killian Hayes. He's back for the Pistons. He, he's appeared in three of the past four games. He had one big outing. He's come off the bench in all three of those games. He had one big outing, 38 fantasy points. Uh, Thursday night against the Kings, 18 fantasy points, uh, 21 minutes off the bench, 11 points, three rebounds, two assists, one block. Um, he's he hit a couple. He's had one three-pointer each of the past two games. I mean, he started out, things started off really rough for Killian Hayes. He, was, he looked like he had no confidence out there on the court. And the positive thing that I've seen since his return is he actually looks like he has confidence now. I, I think they were one of the reasons why they're slow to bring him back um, is so he could log extra playing time and get instruction from the coaches. And, and I think it's shown. Um, I, I expect him to be inserted back into the starting lineup you know, probably within the next week or two. Um, we'll see how slow they take it. But, they, you know, he's still one of their big building actual building blocks long term so they're going to want to get him back in the starting lineup and i think if you're in a deep enough league you're you're looking for assists um he's a guy who's it's worth taking a flyer on because he will see his minutes creep up and he'll start playing 28 30 minutes per game down the stretch for the pistons you know i mean he's undoubtedly their starting point guard next season shannon right but i think if i was pistons management i'd be tempted to let him beat up on backups coming off the bench let Smith get abused by starting quality point guards. I'd be all I'd be all into making sure Hayes feels good about next season. I I, I still I don't think Smith finishes the season with the with the Pistons. I think he's cut as soon as they get healthy again. I was there's, amazed, I'm not saying there's any value right, right, right. in Smith. He, purely he doesn't get on the plane Smith. one day. I was <laughs> I was blown away that he started uh, Thursday's game. He had basically already fought fell out of the rotation. It looked like they were going to just go with Lee and Hayes um, and Corey yeah. Joseph. Uh, I, yeah, I still don't think, I don't think. DNP for up. Lee. DNP for Lee last night. That was weird. Uh, it was, it was very weird. So, you know, they do, the Pistons do have five games this week and that's part of it. So okay. that's why, that's why they're being very cautious and odd with their rotation this week. They're sitting multiple players, you know, Mason Plumley. He, he already said on Monday night, uh, just for rest purposes. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate 
isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah, I, I think if they didn't have five games this week, you know, it's entirely possible everyone on the roster would have played last night and been healthy. Um, I, I think they're just kind of handling the situation with kids' gloves, kids' gloves because of their where they are in the standings, what their what their goals are for this season. Um, but uh, you know, right, when, I think we may have hit our piston max. No, no, no. When you unleash beef stew, <laughs> you're not going to lose, as they found last night. All right, gentlemen, take us to your glorious Friday DFS picks. Yeah, DFS becomes uh, more chaotic every week. Um, I wouldn't even consider making a lineup until about like 20 minutes before lock at this point because it's oh. just like players are they're they're not on the injury report and then they show up on the injury report and then they it's just it's chaos. Um, highest over under or the only over under over 230 is Washington at Golden State, 238.5. Uh, these are the guys that are questionable as of right now. I'm sure this will change the second that we post the podcast, but uh, Giannis, Ingram, Sabonis, Capella, Brogdon, Murray, and Ball. Um, I think one thing that I'm going to assume Steph Curry plays tonight, and these are all, all these suggestions are like qualified by we assume they're in. We hope they're playing. Um <laughs> I, uh, Steph Curry, $9,600 on FanDuel uh, against the Wizards in that high over-under game. We know the Wizards have terrible defense, uh, and Curry's averaging 46 fantasy points since the start of March. This is just like an opportunity to get someone in your lineup who is going to put up 45 fantasy points and has upside for obviously like 60. And I think almost anybody on the Wizards is decent value, or excuse me. Well, actually, I mean, there are guys on both sides. Beal is decent value, too. But Golden State, I mean, this could be a big game for them. This could be a big game for Wiseman, um, who's been up and down. You know, the Wizards have a terrible center rotation. So this could be an opportunity for him as well to, you know. I mean, he is I, it's kind of an aside. I can't, the, the criticism that he is under is absolutely insane um, from, like, everybody. It is. Uh, for being, like, a 19-year-old who played three college games and is now joining, a like, a formerly dynastic team trying to win a title that would not even be a title spoiled it's spoiled warrior fans basically no, though, right? it's like, it's not it's 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 a lot of draft pundits and and silly folks anyone who writes off a rookie as a bust in their rookie season or even their sophomore season it's just ridiculous to me and it doesn't none of it makes sense i mean rj barrett was the biggest bust ever last year knicks fans love him this year and they think he's he's like a a Bonafide all-star superstar this season, which is is taking it way too far. He's having an <laughs> he's having a good season. He's yeah. he's progress he's progressed well 
but he's he's not an all-star yet, uh, not even close in my opinion. Uh, you know, and just writing off, you know, Killian Hayes after appearing in five, six games or, or Wiseman, it doesn't make any sense at all. I mean, I I agree. It's absurd. It's absolutely absurd. I think a lot of people are just upset that they like seeing LaMelo ball on the Hornets. And then you think about how he could have been on the Warriors and people just get angry. (laughs) It's just get mad (laughs) because they're like, it could have been Curry and LaMelo and it could have been the dynasty again. And then they have the Wolves pick and they get Jalen Suggs. You know, it just, uh, yeah. Um, Okay. Is there anybody that sticks out to you uh, on this slate, Ken? Uh, My cheapo suggestion would be Edmund Sumner for the Pacers. Brogdon's still out. It's only 3,900 on Fandle. Facing a Magic team with essentially no point guard, uh, Michael Carter-Williams, I think, is going to get the start for the Magic tonight. So uh, I like Edmund Sumner, Sumner as a cheapo option. I'm always surprised when I see him play. Like, he's always kind of been around for the Pacers. And then, well, I'm surprised when he's in. But then when he's yeah. on the court, like, he's doing good things out there. And I'm like, is Sumner like a rotation player? Um, which is kind of the only like when you're well, if he doesn't do it against the magic, then no, he is not a rotation player. Yeah, <laughs> this is a, a golden opportunity. A normal NBA fan should not be having that thought. Um, <laughs> but here we are. Uh, Shannon, is there anybody that sticks out for you on this slate that you're assuming will play? Oh, man. Um, I like I like. I like McDaniels. Now, which McDaniels? I'm going to let you decide. Now, I, <laughs> I like I like Jalen McDaniels for the Hornets, assuming that he starts again, $4,300. Um, like, you know, I mentioned the big game that he's coming off in, in his first start. Um, I surprisingly like D'Angelo Russell. Um, more so just I, a byproduct of the shooting guard position. His, his price, he's $6,300. Um, he's only played 24 and 23 minutes the first couple games back. I'm assuming he's going to get a little bit extra run uh, in tonight's slate. Um, one of one of the more expensive guys that's on discount uh, for Friday's slate is Trey Young, uh, 8100. Uh, it's you know typically I, I don't remember the last time I've seen him this low. He's kind of been creeping down um, recently. He had a, a he had a couple poo poo appearances. Uh, but he's still mostly a lock for around 40, 40, 45 fantasy points and at 8,100 um, with you know a guy who has upside to go 50 plus. Um, I like that price tag for him. Um, you know, I, Ben Simmons, ben, Ben's not, hasn't been great. He hasn't been great. Um, too many sub 30 fantasy point outings. But again, a guy with his upside and at 7,400, I like I like that play. Um, you you mentioned the Warriors against Washington. Kelly Oubre's one um, who I would definitely be targeting. Uh, he just had a 50 point outing earlier this week, um, and with Washington, that you know that's going to be a high scoring game. So I like I like Oubre. 6,400's uh, a good price for him, and, and considering his upside. Yeah, my last suggestion, just so this segment doesn't get like dated too quickly, I'm just, Tobias Harris, uh, 7900 against the Pelicans. This is kind of like a, um, this is like the Pelicans' defense. The weakest part of their defense is the wing with Ingram and Zion, and they play that very specific drop coverage with Stephen Adams in the pick and roll, where they just drop Stephen Adams back to the basket, and Tobias Harris being a jump shooter. 
you can just run him off screens and have him shoot from 16 feet all game and he can score 25 points on on those jumpers. He's a 50, yeah. 40, 90 player. Yeah. So that's more of like a that's kind of like a deep cut, just like X's and O's play. Um, so we'll see how that goes. But nice. the problem with him is that Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid are on, on the team and you never know when they just kind of dominate the offense or when Seth Curry shoots like 10 threes. Um, yep. Yeah. Is there anybody else for you, Shannon? Uh, that's, no, I, you know, I think the team, the team I'm really watching, um, I, I, I'm looking at the Hawks and seeing what happens with Capella, Gallinari, you know, Collins, Kristan, Hunter, yeah. Reddish, they're all out. So if Capella and Gallinari get ruled out again, like they were the most recent game, um, that just opens the door for more, more Hawks. You know, I, then I'm considering Bogdanovich, uh, Okungwu, uh, Trey Young. I already, I already have him in my lineup. Kevin Herter. You know, you can even get crazy and go with the uh, Solomon Hill. Uh, you know, if they're if they're that short, I know it's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit of crazy is good. Solomon Hill started five consecutive games. Uh, now nah, he's 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 a little bit risky there, but uh, that that's how deep it might end up going. You might have to go uh, on the Hawks if if all these other guys are sitting. So they're they're a team I'm really keeping a close eye on just to see how many folks are available. And frankly, still shout out to Nate McMillan for what he's done with the Hawks uh, since taking over. Impressive. Yeah, they're uh, they're the four seed, I think, which is kind of what all oh, five right now. They're below Charlotte. Um, I, <laughs> I the East is <laughs> wild. Ain't gonna last. Ain't gonna I, last. I thought their upside was a four seed, but I'm still a little surprised that they hit that um, at one point. Uh, okay, Ken, let's go to your old man rant. <laughs> going to be a remorseful wistful daydreamy rant of what could have been with jimmy buckets i was all in on jimmy butler this season but then he missed 15 games early in the season you combine that with too much d'angelo russell many of my fantasy squad struggled but jimmy buckets is on fire now over the last 30 days he's ranked second in total stats nine category leagues if only he was healthy early Sure, there were other blunders, and now Gordon Hayward, who I have across the board, he's out till early May. Still, I can't help daydreaming of a possibly joyous January if Jimmy Buckets had just been healthy. It could have been, because he he is actually having his best fantasy season per game right now. Two steals a game? Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. I know Shannon always makes fun of not enough threes, but I, it's a it's a problem. Threes the last last thirty days. So I'm his, la- his lack of threes is a problem from a fantasy standpoint. You're He's basically per game right ranked now. second, ranked second total That's stats fine. last That's nine, fine. last thirty days. And he also forces you to to roster Bert, Bert hands because <laughs> you need threes from elsewhere. <laughs> he is on season average at eighth on Yahoo nine category uh, leagues as well. Jimmy Butler been crushing it since the uh, since the bubble. Jimmy Bubble. <laughs> All right, guys. What 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 not last names did we get wrong today? I think we butchered a few of those OKC names, but uh, I'm I'm pretty sure it's just Kendrick Williams. Not Ken, I don't. There's no so. G. There's no D in it. K E N. I know it's Ken Rick. Like C A. Say Rick, not Rich. You don't say Rich. That's how it's spelled. Trust me, Ken. Trust me. <laughs> okay, on basketball reference, it says it's Ken Rich. Yeah. Oh, hello. Oh, oh, oh. 
I don't oh. care what they say. Oh, go watch, <laughs> go watch some highlights. Oh! Everyone else could be wrong. We never know. <laughs> it's kind of like the... So another a pet peeve, the OKC announcer uh, for Shea Gilgis Alexander says Shea Gilgis Alexander yeah. when it, it's I, it drives me insane. Especially since why, it's the home why announcer. Why they just go S, G, A? Like the whole crowd could get into that. When they uh, have yeah, when they have a crowd. But that's <laughs> been happening lately because the vaccines are here. Uh... Okay, everybody. Thank you for joining us on the RotoWire Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Uh, Ken, take us out of here. Yeah, we're gonna go to Minnesota and guard uh, previously mentioned guard D'Angelo Russell, who said this about fickle fans. He said, "Quote: LeBron James still gets criticism. Jesus still gets criticized." End quote. Attention, passengers. This three-car fantasy train wreck has hit the end of the line. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.